morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God and talk about it and allow it to transform the way we think about life and ourselves and about others and so forth. This morning, I'd like to address kind of the question, is religion a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Now, interestingly, some of you may not realize this, but I write a daily email each evening in which I... uh, pre-shadow or pre-talk about what we'll talk about here. And actually, after last night's video, when I answered this question, or last night's email, when I answered this question, I got um, a little bit of pushback from more than one person on my description of religion and this discussion. And so that's good. And I want to tell you, I appreciate pushback because I want to make sure I communicate clearly, accurately, and truthfully. I'm not out just to defend what I already believe. I'm still growing. I hope you're still growing too. And we all want to get better at how we communicate things. So we've been looking at a verse here, and and I'd like to explain what I think about this. We've been looking at the verse where Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And we've been talking about the benefits that Jesus Christ brings to us. We've looked at how he is the way, the only way to God. He is the truth, not just our truth, your truth, my truth, what he is the truth. And indeed, today we want to talk about how he is the life. He's more than religion. He is the life, and he came to bring us life. He's the vine. He says in John 15, unless we're connected to him, we're like a branch that's cut off from the trunk of the tree. We may look alive, but we no longer have the source of life flowing into us. Jesus is the vine. He's the bread of life. He's the light of the world. He's the good shepherd. He's the door. He's everything we need to be found in Jesus. So last night I began my my, this email talking about, is religion a good thing, a bad thing? And I kind of made the point, I like religion. I like religion. Why? Because, well, I'm a religious guy in the sense of the true definition of the word. What is the definition? I looked it up, you know, and, um, uh, you know, the definition is the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially of a God. And so I believe that. I go to church. I worship God. I love God. I have a belief in God. But it's true that for most people, or for many people out there, I don't know about most, but many, many, many people, they they have a bad taste in their mouth about religion. They've had bad experiences with religion. They look at it kind of with through a negative eyes. And what they often see it as people attempting to reach God through their own moralistic efforts. And it can come across as self-righteous, holier than thou, I got it together, you don't, I'm perfect, you're not, I'm good, you're bad. And all of this can can be um, come across very condemning and unrighteous and so on. And so indeed, as we try and communicate with people, we try and say that Christianity is about more, it's not about religion, it's about relationship. And this idea, this second definition of of religion, which may not be the official definition, but it's in the mind of many people, and it's how many people think, and it's whether they can even articulate it as such, is indeed, uh, that's not what we're about. That's not what we believe in. 
we, we believe in God, we love God, we worship God, but we don't want to come across as self-righteous and I got it together and you don't and so on. Now, I thought it interesting in light of that, in light of maybe my failure last night and, and, and uh, you know, maybe I was just writing too late at night, I don't know, but I thought it interesting to take a second and talk about what is communication. And then we'll get back to religion in just a second. But communication is a tough process. And I define it this way. Communication is the process of moving information from my mind through my mouth or, or written, I'm assuming verbal versus written here, but through my mouth, through the environment, to reach their ear, to be transmitted to their mind so that they understand what was in my mind to begin with. It's quite a process, isn't it? Sometimes we have trouble getting it. We it's, something's in our mind, but we can't get it out of our mouth well. And sometimes we get it out of our mouth, but by the time it travels through the air, there's other noise or disturbance or ideas, things going on that they didn't. They might not even have heard. They might not have heard the whole sentence. They might not have heard everything you said. And then once it reaches their, so it's got to reach their ear accurately, and it's got to go from their ear to their mind, so that what their understanding that what they're understanding in their mind was what was intended to be in my mind in the first place. This isn't just talking about this word religion. This is talking about everything. If you're communicating with your spouse, under, lots of times communication breaks down because of one of these things. You didn't say it right, or, or there was other noise and distractions, so the other person didn't hear it right. Or when they did hear it, what they thought you said, or the words they thought in their mind, they're not defining in the same way as you. And consequently, there's a breakdown in communication. So therefore, let's be clear, uh, what we're talking about here, and, and we've got to understand that sometimes words, we've got to ask ourselves, what does another person understand that to mean? If we want to communicate. And even if their understanding of that word is not the accurate definition well, then again, we've got to take the time to make sure we're communicating definitions and words to understand. And sometimes even we need to go ahead and bend a little bit to make sure that our communication is succeeding. This is important. The goal is not to be right. The goal is to communicate. That's what we're trying to do in this world. You want to build relationships with other people. You want to you want to communicate. You want to communicate the gospel with others, the truth with others. It's important that we agree on what words mean and understand that together. Uh, amen. So all I'm trying to say, I want to get back to my point, is yes, Jesus came to bring us life. I contend that religion, when properly defined, is a good thing because it teaches us about God and it teaches us about how to worship God. I don't want to have a self-righteous heart far from God, honoring him only with my lips, as Jesus said. So remember, Jesus did have a lot of conflict with the Pharisees, did he not? They were the religious people of his day, and they were self-righteous people. And indeed, that's where the conflict came with their self-righteousness and feeling they did not need a Savior because they were good enough. But in our day and age, what, what do we want to say? Our goal is communicate. You don't reach God by your own self-righteousness. You don't reach God by your own moral achievements. And 
as important as it is to be good people, Jesus being good, shall we say, is a byproduct of coming to know Christ because what Christ gives us is life. Jesus makes us alive. And we've talked here before, and I just want to reiterate, our God is a living God. Our enemy is death. When you look around our world, you see life everywhere. You see it in the in the plants, in the trees, in the people, in the animals. There's stuff we don't even see because it's microscopic. Life is everywhere. Our God is a living God. But also, unfortunately, we see death everywhere because everything dies. And indeed, we live in a world where death is a reality. And, and death is a sad thing, and there's no way around it. We don't like to see things die. It brings sadness and grief to us. Death is a sad thing. However, our God, Jesus, has conquered death. He's beaten the ultimate enemy, and that's the good news. That's the good news. Jesus could say, and it's true, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Is religion a bad thing? Well, if it keeps you from knowing Jesus, it is. If religion keeps you from humbling yourself before God, it's a bad thing. If religion makes you proud and arrogant, it's a bad thing. If religion makes you self-righteous, it's a bad thing. If religion makes you keeps you from understanding that you need the life that comes from Jesus, that you're only a branch and he's the true vine, that you've got to be connected to God, not through your morals, not through your goodness, not through your keeping the rules, but the only way we can become connected to God is through our Lord Jesus Christ, who removes the barrier, who removes our sin, and who grasps us back into the Father so that we have that relationship with God. If it keeps you from understanding that, then religion's a bad thing, and we don't want to be promoting religion. On the other hand, if once you know Christ, and that's what you, and, and loving Christ, knowing Christ, walking with Christ, and you understand, wow, I understand, I, I'm just trying to learn how to worship God better and love God better, because apart from Jesus, I could never do it, but with him, this is who I am. If that's what you're talking about, well, then we can, we can understand that definition. Am I, am I being clear? What's my point? Jesus came to give you life, my friends. More than religion, he came to give you life. And as we love God and worship God and know Jesus Christ, we're made alive. And I want to encourage you today and ask you, are you alive? I mean, that's the real question I was asking. Are you alive? Have you been born again? If you're alive, you'll know it. The Spirit of God will be in you. Things change. I know in my own life, I, in my when I was made alive by faith in Jesus Christ, I began to talk about Jesus in a personal way. I began to, he began, became real to me. He wasn't just an idea out there or a figure of history or even a religious figure. He became personal to me. He became someone I could talk to, someone I felt understood me, and someone who I began to actually love. I can't see him. You can't see him but you can love him. And if he makes us, if he's made you alive, that'll be the fruit. You'll grow in the knowledge of him and you'll grow to love him more and more. That's what we want to be. And that's what matters. Amen.
Let's pray about it. Father in heaven, we bless you today. And we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who came. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, we acknowledge you came to give us life, and I pray we would all be experiencing it. Oh, I ask that our relationship with you would not be stale or dry. Help it to become alive. Help it to be uh, real. Help us to, to grow in our love for you. Help us to experience your closeness, your presence. Be more than a philosophy to us. Be more than a religion to us. Be more than an idea. Be more than information. We pray you'd be real to us, and we'd have uh, a relationship with you that that truly makes us know internally that we've been born again, and we're alive. And we thank you. You are the life. We want to experience you even this very, very day. Be with us. Walk with us. Let us walk with you. Fill us with your spirit and let us know that you live within us, we pray. And we ask these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, folks. Hey, I sure do love you. So glad that you come along here. Give me the chance to share the word with you, encourage you, inspire you. And, um, and I'm so glad for this community God's developing here. So glad for the chat, people who chat, people who email me. It's a wonderful, you're wonderful people. And I bless you in the name of the Lord. So if you're new, I hope you join us regularly. The way to really benefit here is not just come if I pop up on your YouTube page or somehow, but to actually join, you know, subscribe, hit the notify button so that you're reminded of the topics we'll be talking about. You get an email reminding you, reminding you of that. And, uh, and then you can tune in. And, but the easiest thing is to make a commitment. Same time every day, whether live or later in the day, it doesn't matter. But you come here regularly, you tune in, and you begin to feel like you're really a part of this group. And you're growing day by day. You're getting the input of the word. That's what will make a difference. So I love you guys. Until we meet tomorrow, might he strengthen you, bless you, might you know his peace, and might you realize we're alive in Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.